It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to our latest podcast. Now we've got a special shout out before we get stuck in today, which is to anyone listening from Germany, because I keep an eye on which countries are listening and the Germans, gosh, loads of you are tuning in at the moment. The numbers just keep going up and um, we got a great mention, uh, Lengau, Germany. Uh, They blogged about this show as one of the top five e-commerce podcasts in the world. So thank you very much to Lengau, Germany and hello or guten tag to, uh, to all my German listeners. It's awesome to have you out there. And I don't think we've ever had a German uh, business on the show. So if any of you would like to come on the show and tell us all, tell the rest of the world about how you go about tackling your e-commerce challenges, then please do just get in contact with me. Um, you can do it via LinkedIn or on uh, ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast where you'll find a link to apply to be a guest. Anyway, in today's episode, we're not traveling to Germany. Uh, we're talking about a problem which is a universal challenge all around the world, wherever you are. And it's the challenge of delivery getting the product to the customer. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about tracking. That's all those notifications of what's happening to the parcel between your warehouse and the customer's doorstep. Why should you care about tracking? We'll get into that. Who does good tracking, bad tracking, and of course, what the customers want from their tracking and how the best ways are to deal with all that tracking. Now, before we go delivery and tracking crazy, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Klaviyo, the most recommended growth marketing platform on the market. Klaviyo helps more than 28,000 e-commerce brands globally to grow their businesses through high-value customer relationships. From a shopper's first impression to each subsequent purchase, Klaviyo understands every interaction, empowering brands to create more personalised marketing moments. When you have a 360-degree view of the customer, the growth possibilities are endless. And the results speak for themselves. Klaviyo customers have made more than £2.8 billion in revenue through Klaviyo in the last year alone. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Are you wasting time updating product quantities each time you sell something? What about sending new customer orders for fulfilment? Imagine taking all that time and putting it to better use. That's what Ecom Dash promises to help you do. This e-commerce software will be your 24-7 salesperson, updating 20-plus platforms like Amazon and eBay with accurate product details and sending customer orders to your fulfilment choice without you lifting a finger. Get time back to focus on growing your business. Try it free at ecom-.com forward slash masterplan and use promo code masterplan to get 50% off your first two months. That's E-C-O-M-D-A-S-H dot com forward slash masterplan. And now to introduce today's guest expert. Rory O'Connor is the CEO and founder of Scurry. He's been involved in retail and keeping customers happy for almost 30 years. And at Scurry, he's providing retailers with innovative solutions for simple shipping that enable the optimization of the ordering, shipping and delivery processes. Hello, Rory. Hi, Chloe. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Excellent. Um, Look, I've just given our listeners uh, a quick overview of you and Scurry. But how did you get involved in e-commerce in the first place? 
Yeah, so when I started my career, um, I started working for a brand, uh, Waterford Wedgwood, uh, a brand that was based between uh, Ireland and uh, the UK in Stoke-on-Trent. And we both manufactured product and we also had retail operations. So I was able to gain knowledge in both of those areas. Um, as the online world started to, to, to develop, we actually bought a catalog company to get closer to the customer and understanding customer needs and the um, uh, way of dis- distributing and uh, dealing with uh, customers and direct sales to customers. So um, I got involved in that. Um, originally, our website was a brochure website. Uh, we started to sell online to our customers. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. I've been involved with online sales uh, since then. So Waterford Wedgwood, that's the um, the really lovely glassware and lovely porcelain, isn't it? Is that right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So based in the potteries in Stoke and Trent, Wedgwood and Waterford, uh, Crystal was based in Ireland. Oh, very cool. I had no idea they had a connection to Ireland. Absolutely. See, I learn something every day on this podcast, one way or another. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so let's let's help me learn some more stuff because nowadays you're at Scurry helping um, with you, with your team. You're helping many retailers to help keep their customers happy, and you've recently. Um, commission some some fascinating insights some fascinating data all about the tracking data and the delivery and the customer experience so um so do you want to do you want to tell us a bit about why you wanted to produce this report and get it out there for people yeah i suppose one of my roles going back to my days in water crystal i was in marketing and uh, at one stage i was head of consumer research so I suppose I understand the importance of um, you know well 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 done research. It can be the baseline um, for lots of strategic decisions. So we thought it would would be good to share some um, I suppose insights into tracking um, as uh, online deliveries have developed. The area of tracking has become more and more important. Uh, so we felt that understanding the I suppose the retailer and the con- even the consumer sentiment around um, tracking was was really really important. Now there is quite a bit of research out there on consumer sentiment, so um, retailers have the advantage of picking up some of the reports that are out there. But um, we thought it was important to add to that body of knowledge with providing information around how the retailers felt. Well, we'll get into uh, to what you discovered about the retailers in a second. But those of you who are out there listening, if you want to grab get hold of this report and if if delivery is on your list of things to improve this year, and quite frankly, given the customer expectations, it should be, however good you think you are, um, you want to grab yourself a copy of Using Tracking Data to Streamline the Customer Experience in E-Commerce Delivery. It's available from the Bay site, and you'll find a link to that in the show notes. So just head to tamebay.com. And, um, and at the moment, when this goes live, you cannot help but manage to find it. But if you're struggling and you're listening to this in a, in a while, then do head to the show notes at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, and we'll have a link there to take you through it. So, Rory, I said um, we dive into the, the retailer bit, because I think, that, like you said, that's one of the bits which not many people look at. We all know that customers love tracking. They love the control or the uh, the impression of control it gives them over what's happening with their parcels. But what, what were the findings about how retailers feel about tracking? Yeah, I suppose at a very high level, we know that the tracking is important to customers. And, you know, retailers really want to help their customers uh, understand tracking and keep control of it, I suppose. Um, so we 
surveyed about, um, I think it was 118 retailers. Um, what we found from the survey is that, unsurprisingly, I think that this type of number has come out before, but one in five orders generate some kind of a tracking support call. So uh, tracking drives a huge amount of volume of calls to uh, to, to a retailer. Um, most of the customers uh, that, that our retailers uh, surveyed uh, said that uh, their customers did not get a exception notice. So if something goes wrong, they don't, they're not alerted that something has gone wrong and what has happened. They just don't get the goods and they end up... Um, they end up uh, calling in. Um, so mo- the other thing I think which uh, was interesting is that most of the retailers rely on courier websites to communicate to their uh, to their customers. So they send their um, their customers on to uh, the courier website. And I think something else is that um, there's a huge appetite from retailers to actually. Um, communicate uh, with their customers about uh, tracking events, but a lot don't know how to do that. And I think, you know, but there's over between 60 and 70% wanted to, to actually do that. I mean, that just that first stat you gave us there, that 20% of orders generate a tracking support call or contact, that is, that's huge cost for something which you would have thought these days as all our systems are integrated. I mean, literally the Royal Mail drops a parcel off on my front door and within seconds I've got text messages and pop-ups telling me it's been delivered. Um, you would have thought in this day and age we would be able to minimise that because that, that that's a huge cost, isn't it? A fifth of your customer service team are taken up just telling people something which the tech should be able to handle for them. Yeah, and it's the famous, you know, the, the acronym that's used is the uh, where is my order, WIMO uh, calls are, you know, probably the most frequent call to the call center. And, you know, I've just had, a, you know, an example myself recently where I ordered something online. Um, it came from a supplier in, in, in the UK. There was some handoff. So one carrier gave it to another carrier, which broke the tracking link. And even myself, who is in the industry, I was looking at the event, the tracking event that was sent to me, uh, scratching my head going, I'm not really sure what that what that means. Um, and I'm in the industry. Uh, so your, your ordinary um, Joe Soap uh, consumer must find it quite frustrating. I could eventually work it out by deduction, but... Um, yeah, it's it, it's quite confusing. Well, yeah, there's one which has bugged me for a while on Amazon. I think they may have fixed it now. But when when you do an in-flight uh, change of location with DPD, so you go, actually, you can just leave that in the porch. Um, they were sending me pop-up messages on my tablets and in the app telling me that it, the delivery had been delayed, which it hadn't. It was still arriving on the same day and it did still arrive on the same day, but it wasn't there, which I guess is the, the complexity of what we're now trying to do and the systems that have to be updated to handle that. And that is it. That is it. It is, it is very complex. So something like this seems, um, you know, you know, uh, from a reasonable person from the outside, so th- you know, this should actually work quite easy. But there's actually so many handoffs between intercompany, between companies, um, you know, um, different different data systems, etc. It's actually quite complicated, and um, uh, it, you know, it is it is challenging. But therein uh, lies an opportunity for a company like Scurry to 
you know tidy that up and to provide a uh, tracking solution. Yeah, because one of the one of the other really useful things about the report is that you've you've actually outlined what different couriers will actually provide. And one of the, the crazy things is you when reading it, you realise quite how dislocated different approaches are. I think it's the the Royal Mail will tell you when it arrives at the hub. Uh, but Hermes will only tell you when it's gone out for delivery. So you kind of have these black holes, I suppose, where, you know, you're what from one person you get an update to tell you it's here. And the other one, you don't hear anything for a couple of days because they're not just they're just not telling you. So there's there, there's a lot of opportunity for the customer and the retailer to get confused trying to deal with all this data. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, each of the companies for their for the probably for the right reasons, you know, try to be unique, try to provide additional information, try to, you know, satisfy their customers' needs. But by doing so means that there are no standards across the industry. So, you know, one supplier does it in a particular way, way because their research and their, you know, um, you know, product development has indicated that doing it in a particular way should work for their customer. And, you know, the, the next um, supplier maybe doesn't copy them and tries to be innovative as well. So what that means is that you've got, you know, different set of standards for each of the suppliers, which seems like a great idea. But when the same customer is getting delivered from three different suppliers on the one day, they find it very hard then to, to work out uh, what's what with exactly the kind of examples we were just talking about. Yeah, and it, it's... um. It's such a dislocated experience for the consumer as well, isn't it? It's like, is there? Is, uh, we know that the the post purchase delivery stage is a really important one for, for you know maintaining a customer, for getting great reviews on your website, and all that kind of good stuff that can come out of this. And it seems kind of crazy that you know for I think for many consumers these days they feel like they're like at that point they've been passed on to the courier, and that at this point their relationship is with the courier, and that's who they're getting all their updates from, whereas as a retailer, what we really want is for them to think, especially if they're getting a good experience, that it's us, the retailer, who's in control of that relationship. And you mentioned earlier about sending consumers off back to the courier website, where, of course, they're getting a completely non-branded experience from the retailer's perspective. And, you know, having to deal with potentially jargon and not something which feels like, as a retailer, we want that experience to feel. Yeah. And I suppose the challenge for the retailer is that if, you know, each of your your provider does it differently. Actually, synchronizing those experiences into one unified kind of experience is difficult um, because it's 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 quite a lot of work actually to interpret it, to convert it, and to convert it into one um, one experience. So the default and tends to be you know sending off uh, the customer to. The, the to the carrier and 80, 86% of those respondents from our survey actually do that because it is uh, the easier option. Yeah, so I suppose if you're working with multiple couriers, especially if you're selling overseas, to try and integrate all of those into your website with the, you know, the right things being updated at the right time and into your emails to then send out the right information, link it through to the right page and populate with information which makes sense to the poor consumer that's that's a complicated job to do to unify all that tracking data isn't it it is indeed it is uh, it, re- it really is and of course you know each of the uh, each of the carriers wants to um, 
you know, be unique. They don't. They do want to have a. You know, they want to be USP. They want to. They want to have a better experience. They want to compete. So, um, you know, it it is not standard. It, 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 you know, it is it is different. So, you know, if we go back a few years, divert. You know, the divert came out. You know, time slots came out. They are becoming more and more standard. But you know, each 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 year, the carriers are trying to kind of push the envelope in some in some way. So that means that. There would be non-standardized uh, uh, kind of tracking experiences, and I think that's where someone like ourselves has an opportunity to help because, um, you know, it, you cannot expect um, Royal Mail or you know DPD to want to be to give the exact same experience as our competitor. It's just that's not business. No, and, and the unifying all that tracking data together—that's something which you specialize in at Scurry, isn't it? Yeah, we can do that. And, um, you know, uh, we work with tracking data um, from all the carriers all the time. So, yeah, we understand those different uh, anomalies and how to, you know, kind of present that in a, in, in a, sim- in a similar way and to help retailers to actually, you know, you know, first of all, understand the tracking data and then second of all, kind of communicate that in the best way to their to their consumers. Because it's, it's the, um, you know, when you say about con- communicating it to the consumers there is a huge opportunity for proactive customer service in this space isn't there for actually going right it's not going to be with you today but it will be with you tomorrow or you weren't in what can we do to help you rather than you know just missing parcels yeah and i think you know consumers you know consumers are getting more and more demanding because you know the standards are continuously you know improving in online i remember when i started uh, the first book i bought on amazon you know i bought it and i said you know i think that'll turn up at some stage and you know i think it might have been a week and a bit before it, you know it kind of turned up um you know that just wouldn't happen and can you know could you know that'd be a disaster these days so you know the, the standard just improves all the time so you know there is that's what everybody has to continuously kind of uh, look at how can we kind of continuously improve it and uh, and give that better experience to those consumers Rory what what as a result of this report because you said at the beginning you know you used to be a, a head of uh, customer research and you're fully aware of how great research can help change strategies and help create competitive advantages what do you think is the, is the big takeaway from for a retailer from this report? I think one is to understand the complexity. Um, so it's not that, you know, um, it, it's just not that simple. And so, you know, it, it is quite complicated. Um, the second thing, there's, I think there's some good case studies in the, in the report kind of outlining real life, you know, kind of examples. So you got your research data, which sometimes people kind of look at, okay, that's quantitative data, it's averages, does that relate to me? But I think the great thing about the Tembe, um authors is they kind of pulled together some really good examples from the research that they did and um, kind of presented the, uh, you know, the uh, individual case studies as well to kind of augment the more, I suppose, more of a, a qualitative view to the, to the quantitative research. But I think, you know, if I was looking at that, it'd be as a retailer, Taylor, I'd be saying, yeah, um, I understand that tracking is important, but secondly, that there are solutions out there, um, and depending on your size, your appetite for making delivery, you know, a key differentiator, um, your budget, uh, the type of business that you have, there are solutions, and that you know, by um, kind of understanding, first of all, 
you know, what the complexity, second, understanding what you want to do, and thirdly, you know, knowing what's out there that you can probably build a solution that meets your needs. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. How are the leading D2C brands growing their business? They're using Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform chosen by over 28,000 global innovative online brands. Klaviyo believes in supporting growth, which is why they won't tie you into lengthy contracts, hidden setup or support fees, or feature-based pricing. With a platform that is both powerful and easy to use, it's no surprise so many brands have switched to Klaviyo. Looking for one more compelling reason? Brands switching to Klaviyo see an average of 62 times ROI on their investment. Ready to learn more? Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Are you interested in selling products on more platforms like Amazon, Google Shopping and eBay? Then you should check out Ecom Dash, multi-channel inventory and order management software. They help online sellers like you sell products in more places with less hassle. With more than 20 integrations, Ecom Dash will automatically update inventory levels, shipping info and more everywhere you sell. Retailers call them their 24-7 salesperson. See what the fuss is all about. Try it free at ecom-.com forward slash masterplan and use promo code masterplan to get 50% off your first two months. That's E-C-O-M-D-A-S-H.com forward slash masterplan. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Rory, are you ready for the top tips? Okay. Cool. Okay, so we've got the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agrees to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Okay, so we were talking about complexity earlier. One of my favorite business books is The Hard Thing About Hard Things by Ben Horowitz. Um, and I don't know if you read it, Chloe, but it. I haven't. Yeah, so it's definitely worth reading. So this is about a technologist who built a company, and you know, talk. He talks about you know the, you know, the veneer on the outside that everybody sees about a company when you know they build a company, growth is fantastic, everybody gets on great, and they grow rapidly, and they get loads of great investors, and they get loads of great customers, and then somebody buys them for millions or billions and you know everybody who goes home rich uh, and in reality he kind of maps all the things that actually happened the mini disasters the major disasters and what actually happened underneath the hood and you know it, it just makes you as a, as a business owner go oh i'm not really on my own here you know disasters do happen from time to time and challenges you know the daily challenges but he's had them so i think it's well worth reading for anyone that's in business that's kind of looks in the mirror in the morning and said am i different to everybody else because everybody else seems to be having a great time it's easy it's work it's working for them and for me it's that you know it, it's a daily grind and i think it's really uh it, it, it's a really good book to kind of um, uh, put things in perspective. It's always nice to read kind of a, I was going to say a disasters business book, but actually an honest business book, because we often just see the success, don't we? And it's it's quite reassuring to hear and to find out that actually behind the scenes, everyone else has the same struggles and different struggles and struggles just like we do. So, um, so yeah, great recommendation. I shall add that one to my reading list. 
Um, the traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Um, I think, you know, I always go talk to, talk to my team. I always go back to, you know, how can, how can you have personal, how can you leverage personal contact? Um, people love doing business with people. Um, and particularly in, you know, in, in business to business, um, personal relationships are, are, are really, really important. Uh, again, when I worked on the retail side, again, you know, how can you augment those? You know, how can you uh, simulate kind of uh, relationships? And I think that, again, is researching and understanding your customer. Um, so to drive traffic, under first rule, understand your customer, go ahead and talk to them, your, you know, go ahead and talk to samples if you're in store, you know, get, you know, uh, go, ahead, go out and talk to people on the floor. If you're on a website, ring up your customers and talk to them. Um, and I think, you know, when you understand how your customers take, then you'll find those ingredients that can help grow. Okay, and the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plug in a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Yeah, so we work lean. Um, you know, one of our values in our company is that, uh, you know, uh, we love lean. And lean is not about being cheap. Uh, lean is is about uh, a way of working. Try to find and eliminate waste. Try and get value to your customer as quickly as possible. Uh, so short kind of uh, development cycles, um, listening to customers, um, building products and services that they want and getting out as quickly as possible. Um, so for us, lean is, is really, really important as a, a way of working. In terms of a tool, it's kind of linked to it. We use Trello uh, hugely. Um, so it's a Kanban board. And um, basically, you, you just kind of, kind of very easily and visually see what's, uh, what you're doing. And, um, you know, I think uh, Trello is a fantastic tool. Excellent. A couple of great tips in there. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Yeah, I mean, the 100 to 1,000, you know, that's a... Uh, um, that 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 that's a kind of a, a nice kind of uh, target of growth. So what I would say to somebody like that is, again, uh, it's similar to what I said previously. Is you know, if you understand your customer, you understand their needs, and you kind of really think about how can I service their needs, the growth comes. Um, you know, you can try hacks and you know, kind of uh, kind of um, you know tricks. And sometimes they can work and sometimes not. But if you, you know, go back to the basic of what does my customer want? How do we serve them? How can, how, how can we serve them in a way that's kind of unique and is a unique value proposition? I think that's the biggest way to, to, to get growth. Love it, Rory. Thank you. Now, before, um, before we say goodbye to you, could you let the listeners know where they can find out more about you and Scurry? Because um, I think after getting deep into our delivery discussion today i think a lot of them will be wanting to reach out to you so where can they find you guys yeah so um you can find us on scurry scurry.com uh, online um you can find find us on at scurry on twitter um we're also under linkedin um slash uh, scurry uh, if you're if you're on linkedin and um 
and you know we're we're always there on on social media. We love hearing for cut from from customers, potential customers, industry experts, anybody who's interested in 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 delivery. So feel free to uh, to, to to drop us a line, and um, we'd love to talk to you. Excellent, Rory. Thanks so much for being on the podcast and for sharing so much of the insight from the report with me and with the listeners. Um, I think it's one of those really important ones for people to read this year if they want to stand out and, uh, and give their customers great service. So thank you so much. Thanks very much for having me, Chloe. So some great insights there on the endless challenge that is making the customers happy in that last mile, that last section of the of the whole purchase process from when they hit the buy button to when it arrives successfully on their doorstep, or rather in their hands, I suppose. If you want to get hold of that report, and I highly recommend you go it, go and get it, read it, digest it, and implement some of its ideas into your strategy this year, because delivery is such an important part of getting repeat purchases and getting great reviews that bring you new purchases, you can get that from the TameBay website, so that's TameBay.com. And if you're going over there whilst, um, when this one goes live, it should be pretty obvious on their homepage how to get hold of it. If not, then um, head to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you will find a link to that white paper. So you can go straight there. You will also find the notes from today's show, including the top tips, links, and details of related episodes. Just go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast and click on the link to this episode. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts or iTunes, then please do give us some feedback via their review app. I love to hear what you're thinking. So um, I hope you have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.